ladies and gentlemen, welcome to fun. While fun cloaks itself in a plethora of disguises, its favorite mantle still remains fun. Fun devours all it touches, its voracious appetite rarely fulfilled. Yet fun doesn't only destroy, it creates and molds as well. Molds as well. Let's examine closely then this dangerously evil creation, this new breed. But a word of caution, handle it with care and don't drop your guard. This rapacious new breed prowls both alone and in packs, operating at any level, any time, anywhere, and with anybody. Who are they? Who are they? CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. And I know, oh I know 
Good evening, hyvää ilta, happy belated Mother's Day, and a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever you may be. Hopefully safe at home, but I know that circumstances may prevent that from being the case. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's naturally nocturnal community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast in an average of 1,800 watts from unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus, and our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, West Pass Point Grandland, dipping south across the Salish Sea, and then our signal heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space, for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear, and our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune in to CITR on channel 7023, and at least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places everywhere else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. The Exploding Movies show page contains track listings and downloads for this episode, along with past ones, plus a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. And you can also find that podcast on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless, or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your contact after hours for the next two or so. Let's just kick back, recline... Close your eyes and then don't drive too fast. You should have received your complimentary and newly regulatory pork pie hat in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, remember that a pork pie by itself gets you two-thirds of the way there. Please note that this is a pre-recorded show made in the home office of Exploding Headquarters, so do not call in as CITR remains closed due to the coronavirus pandemic. But you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Just keep it short, sweet, and to the point. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Aaron, on Instagram. I am Myopic Man. I hope that you're doing well as best you can during this phase three of our pandemic, be it tied to the COVID-19 vaccine rollouts or then avoiding the current wave of spread. In the next two weeks, we'll see if our downward trend takes hold and lessens the load on our hospital workers. And it's too soon to tell yet if we can exit our current circuit breaker, as vaccinations enter a solid stretch now based on age and industry eligibility. So let's stay put whenever possible. If we do meet, let's make sure it's outdoors and with the appropriate distance. This week we'll pay tribute to the French director Bertrand Tavernier, who recently passed away. He worked on plenty of French films, but his one English film was tied to music extensively, and that was 1986's Round Midnight. So towards the final quarter of the show, we hear selections from Herbie Hancock's and Dexter Gordon's score. I tried looking for some other soundtracks tied to Tavernier, but North American distribution of his other films, let alone albums tied to their music, was hard, so we'll still have plenty to talk about anyways. Otherwise, for the first part of the show, we're going to talk about the 2021 edition of Vancouver's Doxa Documentary Film Festival, which started last Thursday. And Doxo is celebrating 20 years of highlighting documentaries both short and feature-length, Canadian and international, and it runs until Sunday, May 16th. 
Documentaries naturally tie into how we started the show with new music from the act Squid. And off their debut album, Bright Green Field, we heard Documentary Filmmaker. After a few EPs and singles over the past few years, the Brighton-born and London-based post-punk act have garnered plenty of attention for their mundane lyrics, performed wildly over top unconventional song forms, and Squid's prior singles tied to Bright Greenfield highlight a bit more of their longer pieces that morph constantly until locking into a groove. I do plan on sharing more Squid later this year. Now, going back to Doxa, it is mostly virtual this year, save for one neat experience starting this Thursday, which I'll talk more about later. But do visit www.doxafestival.ca, and that's D-O-X-A-Festival.ca, and that's where you can look over the films being screened and what you need to do to watch the films from home or wherever you are. And CITR is proud to be a media sponsor for one of the films at Doxa, and it's tied to a theme that regular listens to Exploding Head Movies will know is dear to my heart, because it's tied to women in electronic music. The film is called Sisters with Transistors. It's directed by Lisa Rovner and explores almost a century's worth of artistry as electronic instruments such as the theremin and early tape recorders developed into synths and software. So for these first two sets, we'll listen to music from pioneering women that are accounted for in Sisters with Transistors. It ties into what we hear in the background. This is Laurie Spiegel with the third movement from her 1983 piece, Three Modal Pieces. This is a myth which is found on the 2001 album Obsolete Systems. Spiegel is a composer who worked at Bell Laboratories, working in both computer graphics and electronic music. She even wrote her own software tied to algorithmic composition, and her philosophy was to automate composition wherever possible to allow more focus on the aspects of music that cannot be automated. Lori Spiegel appears in Sisters with Transistors, and we'll hear some more from her with a track off her landmark 1980 album The Expanding Universe, has been reissued multiple times over the years. This will be Laurie Spiegel with A Folk Study. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies. The future has always been female.
Daphne Oram with the sun mix of her 1962 composition Ursa Major. And behind me, this is Oram again with Eton. Both pieces can be found on the 2011 compilation The Oram Tapes, Volume 1, highlighting the composer's pioneering electronic work in the 1950s English music scene. Daphne Oram is one of the subjects of the documentary Sisters with Transistors, which is screening at the 2021 edition of the Docs of Documentary Film Festival, which is already underway. And it'll be running until Sunday, May 16th. The entire DOXA program is available online throughout Canada, and there's over 40 feature films, dozens of shorts, and a handful of live Q&A sessions. And you can find more information at www.doxafestival.ca. As mentioned before, CITR is a proud media sponsor on one of those films, and it's Sisters with Transistors. And I'll continue on with more music associated with some of that film's subjects. So amongst Daphne R.M.'s accolades, she's best known as founding the legendary BBC Radiophonic Workshop after visiting an equivalent electronic music studio in France. The workshop was known for providing electronic soundtracks to TV and radio productions in England, and perhaps its most famous composer, Delia Darishire. And she was known for her arrangement to the original performance of the theme to the long-running sci-fi series Doctor Who. And we're going to hear one of Delia Darishire's pieces for a long-lost TV adaptation of Isaac Asimov's Reason part of the BBC anthology series Out of the Unknown, and this episode features robots rebelling against humans and then worshipping an energy converter. As per then-BBC policy, most videotape was reused after initial airing, so a lot of the 60s BBC series that we're used to, including some Doctor Who episodes, are considered long lost. Here's Delia Dabrashire with Zibziu, Zibziu, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. And I'll talk more about how to watch some of the Doxa films afterwards. Thank <laughs> you. 
Pauline Oliveros, with an excerpt of her piece Alien Bog, found on a 1986 compilation Music from Mills, and that piece was originally composed in 1967. Now, I've played that piece once before from a past 24 hours of radio art in honor of her life, but due to some weird podcast shenanigans on my part, we lost the half of that episode with that cue. Pauline Oliveros was an electronic composer who brought in the idea of deep listening, whereby long-form pieces required listeners to pay close attention to fully immerse themselves into the music. And amongst her composition work, Oliveros also taught at the legendary Mills College in Oakland, California, which was home to many a great pioneering composer over recent years. However, as you may have heard in the news, Mills is facing some major changes that the Liberal Arts College will cease conferring degrees in 2023. So as a school, its years as a college welcoming women and non-binary students for graduate programs will come to an end as it turns into a research institute. And I'll talk more about Mills College in an upcoming episode, but for now, stick with the Doxa Documentary Film Festival that I'm talking about this week. In the background, this is Suzanne Chiani with part four of her Asonic Womb performance done at the Lapsus Festival in Barcelona back in 2019. Chiani is a composer and performer using the glorious Buchla synthesizer, and like Oliveros and the other women we've heard about so far this episode, they are subjects of the documentary Sisters with Transistors, screening at DOXA this year, as presented by CITR 101.9 FM. If you live in Canada, you can stream all the films in the 2021 edition of DOXA at www.doxafestival.ca. You can buy individual virtual film tickets for $10, Although if you're a student, senior, or low-income individual, tickets are $7. And once you've bought access to a film, you have 48 hours to watch it on your computer or mobile device, ideally over Wi-Fi. You can also buy a virtual pass to DOXA for $75. Though again, if you're a student, senior, or low-income individual, it will be $65. And for each film that you pick to watch, you can watch it once. You can also get a 20th anniversary virtual festival pass and package for $200. And it includes snacks, a beverage, and some merchandise, which is available for pickup at DOXA headquarters at 750 Hamilton Street here in Vancouver. Aside from Sisters from Transistors, I'll talk about two other music-related films here screening at DOXA this year. And the film Fanny, The Right to Rock covers the story of the California rock act Fanny, a group from the 60s and 70s featuring Filipino-American sisters in the earliest all-women bands, and they've had a profound effect on musicians like David Bowie, though they were lost in time as they faced discrimination for not only being women, but having LGBTQ plus members. Filmmaker Bobby Joe Hart details their history and follows up what they're up to now, as they also face ageism, whilst many people are discovering how pioneering they actually were. Fanny the Right to Rock is screening virtually at this year's DOXA Documentary Film Festival, and along with watching that, you should hunt down some of their German TV performances, including their ripping cover of the Beatles' Hey Bulldog. From their 1972 album, Fanny Hill, here's Fanny with Borrow Time.
from their 1978 album Germ Free Adolescence. That was X-Ray Specs with I Am a Poser. X-Ray Specs were a UK punk act that questioned consumerism and identity, and they were led by Polly Styrene, the first black woman to head up a successful rock act. Polly Styrene had Somali roots, and she juggled a pre-riot girl reputation, along with misogyny, racism, and mental illness. X-Ray Specs have been a long favorite of mine, so I'm stoked that there's a film about polystyrene's life called Polystyrene. I Am a Cliché, and it's screening at the 2021 edition of the Doxa Film Festival. Now, I talked about the streaming way to watch all the Doxa films via www.doxafestival.ca, but if you're in Vancouver, films like I Am a Cliché and then Fanny, The Right to Rock are screening at the PNE Amphitheater as part of a drive-in screening. Both films are part of the Saturday, May 15th lineup, along with the Afghani News Network documentary in the rumbling belly of Motherland. And tickets for each of the drive-in screenings on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday are $50 per vehicle per night, with a maximum of six individuals. And make sure that you have the audio coming out through your FM radio. So visit the Doxa website for more details on the drive-in. Other films on my radar as part of Doxa 2021... If we stick with music, the film Summer of Soul, or When the Revolution Could Not Be Televised, Questlove from the band The Roots makes his directorial debut as he looks over footage from the 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival, which got lost in the limelight due to Woodstock, though featuring acts like Nina Simone, Stevie Wonder, B.B. King, and Gladys Knight. Then out of Peru, there's a documentary called The Rumba Kings, which covers the Congolese music scene of the 1940s. As Cuban music went over into Africa and started fusing with traditional Congolese music, sowing the seeds of what would become Afrobeat. Covering other topics, the Black Panthers, vanguard of the revolution, covers the actual history of the late 60s radicalized civil rights movement, recently detailed in the film Judas and the Black Messiah. Then there's There Will Be No More Nights, featuring raw footage of grainy video involving military attacks in Afghanistan, Iraq, and Syria. And near to my ancestry, Alto, which covers the career of the Finnish architect Alvar Alto and his wife Aino, and their collaborations on various famous buildings from the mid-century. Again, check out www.doxafestival.ca to see the full list of films being screened this year at the Doxa Documentary Film Festival and how to watch them. And again, Doxa runs until this Sunday, May 16th. Now let's talk about some of the soundtracks that are available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Though do note, as always, this is subject to change since the release schedule for lots of films during the pandemic means everything is in flux. So some of these may be already out or due later. Though typically I'll say if it's designed for TV, streaming, or video games, you're pretty much ready to go with what I got here. As new releases go, Joan-Jean Javier's score to Amrogan's coming out through Plaza Mayor. Otherwise, Tom Holkenborg, otherwise known as Junkie XL, provides the music to Army of the Dead, and that's coming out through Milan. Death of Me is scored by Mark Seyfritz, and that's coming out through Movie Score Media. And that label is also putting out Matthew James' score to The Djinn. Finding You is scored by Timothy Williams and Kieran Keeley. It's coming out through Movie Score Media, too. Otherwise, the TV series Jupiter's Legacy is scored by Stephanie Economou, and that's coming out through Milan Records. Matt Naylor and Sonny Ray provide the soundtrack to the video game Knockout City, and that's coming out this week. And we've got some more releases from Movie Score Media here. Stephen Warbeck's music from The Man in the Hat, and Pano Altio's music from The Potato Venture. For those of you with a PlayStation 5, the video game Returnal is now out. 
It's scored by Bobby Kerlick, and his soundtrack's coming out through Milan Records. Stephen Edwards provides the music to Syndrome K, and that's coming out through Movie Score Media. Brian Tyler provides the music to Those Who Wish Me Dead. That's coming out through Water Tower Music. The miniseries Up and Down is scored by Dario Lanzelotti. That's coming out through Ray Com. And then Peter Baird provides the music to The Waterman. And that'll be coming out through Lakeshore Records. On the re-release front, Alan Reeves' music from Bethune, The Making Me a Hero, is coming out this week. As is Sarah Newfeld and Colin Stetson's score from Blue Caprice. Friends and Lovers is scored by Emilio Cotterer. That's coming out through Citadel Records. And there's a vinyl edition of Michael Small's soundtrack to The Parallax View coming out through Cinema Paradiso. There's a remastered re-recording of Jerry Goldsmith's music from Rio Conchos coming out through Entrada. And the latest re-release through Toho Music tied to Godzilla is by Akira Ifukube, and it's the music from The Terror of Mechagodzilla. Those are anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Behind me, this is Thomas Bangalter with his 1996 single Spinal Scratch. And Bangalter was one half of the mighty French dance act Daft Punk who broke up earlier this year. Daft Punk's French touch sound earlier in their career influenced many of people, and oddly enough, that sound helped fuel this new song off CFCF's album Memoryland, which just came out a few days ago. In contrast to the more piano-driven ambience that the Montreal producer is primarily known for, Memoryland features a whackload of 90s memories recontextualized for this year, so you'll hear elements of rave, happy hardcore, and intelligent dance music throughout. It's a wild little throwback that I'm still digesting, so let's pretend it's the late 90s here. This will be CFCF with Self Service 1999.
Todd Edwards with the extended mix of his 2019 single, You're Sorry. Edwards has been a force in both house music and the garage scene since the 90s, and UK garage almost entirely comes from his approach to chopped up microscopic vocal samples. And Edward has worked with Daft Punk on songs like Face to Face and Fragments of Time, and he's also worked with other acts like Saint Germain, Justice, and Dimitri from Paris. In recent news, all of Edwards' songs are now available on streaming sites. Though there hasn't been much new since your story, aside from a single that came out last year called The Chant. Word is, is that Thomas Bangalter is pushing Todd Edwards to do his first album since 2007's Full On Volume 3, with more singing from him. Though there's no word yet as to what state that project is in. And we did hear from Bangalter earlier, when I talked over a cue called Spinal Scratch. And in the background, also from France, this is Sebastien Guireve. From the French composer and sound engineer's 2021 album Omega Point, this is Omega 5, although use the Roman numeral V. Omega Point is inspired based on the form of a sci-fi movie soundtrack, so this nestles in a fun wheelhouse about a score to a film yet to be. I have a lot of those and would like to compile them into a sane playlist one day. Rochelle Jordan is a Brit who grew up in Toronto for quite some time and recently moved to L.A., Sometimes she records as Ro Joe, though for her latest release, this year's Play With The Changes, she rolls under her full name. This track also features New York R&B singer Farrah Fox, and that's F-A-W-X. Here's Rochelle Jordan with Broken Steel.
weight of the world in my hips. I, I must be strong, can't sip. I fed the culture off the tip. Created a way to catch my drift. Hide my shrift. Talk my shit, they bite my lips. Cry my pain, they march to it. You wanna defund, I wanna defend. Not the same, can't pretend. Mind never reach your skin, never heathen. Hide on organ rooms where I'm not greedy, yeah. Try me treason, yeah, yeah. Smells deceiving, yeah, yeah. Build this table where I'm seated. If they can manifest destiny, why can't you? Need a minute to catch your breath, I need to. Can no longer do the work that they won't do. My race is not my trade, oh, give me space, I cry too. sick and have contracted COVID-19, the BC Center for Disease Control recommends staying home from work, school, and away from other public places. If you must go out, avoid using any kind of public transportation, ride sharing, or taxis. Monitor your symptoms carefully. If your symptoms get worse, call your healthcare provider immediately. Get plenty of rest. Stay hydrated. If you have a medical appointment, call the healthcare provider ahead of time and tell them that you have or may have COVID-19. For medical emergencies, call 911 and notify the dispatch personnel that you have or may have COVID-19. Cover your coughs and sneezes. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Or clean your hands with an alcohol-based hand sanitizer that contains at least 60% alcohol. As much as possible, stay in a specific room and away from other people in your home. Also, you should use a separate bathroom if available. If you need to be around other people in or outside of the home, always wear a face mask. Avoid sharing personal items with other people in your household, like dishes, towels, and bedding. Make sure all personal items are cleaned with general cleaning products after use. Clean all surfaces that are touched often, like counters, tabletops, and doorknobs. Use household cleaning sprays or wipes according to the label instructions. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkamenum-speaking Musqueam people. Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right, take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. What y'all doing
Modern Disco with the single Begin Again. What was originally the solo project of Toronto's Mandy Wu has grown into an all-female trio featuring horn player Esther Q and vocalist Jenna B. Various singles from Postmodern Disco exist featuring their fusion of East Asian melodies with bedroom hip-hop beats. And this act was a recent discovery for me as I intentionally sought out more Asian-Canadian female music came in the wake of the recent spike of anti-Asian sentiments from racists looking to blame somebody for our societal woes. And if you didn't know, May is Asian and Pacific Islander Heritage Month, so for us Western white dudes, whatever we can do to expand past our natural biases, I'm keen to do so. And behind me, this is Yimmy Tenor, from a recent compilation of the Finnish musician's work called Deep Sound Learning 1993-2000, this is Espo referring to the immediate western suburb of Helsinki. Tenor is still quite active musically, though more in an Afrobeat vibe, and I have so much of his eclectic music to share with you. Now, this next song appears on a new album that I've totally fallen for, and it was written by the British composer Floating Points, though he recently worked with the tenor saxophonist Pharaoh Sanders, along with the Lundy Symphony Orchestra, on a nine-piece suite that combines a wild mix of piano, sax, orchestra, and electronics and it's called Promises. The main motif repeats throughout as an anchor to a lot of wild variations, and trust me, the full album needs a close, attentive listen. Just so you can hear how it begins, I'll share movement one of Promises. Here are Floating Points, Pharaoh Sanders, and the London Symphony Orchestra, here on Exploding Hemogies. 
Joseph Shabison with the first song off his new album, The Fellowship, we heard Life with My Grandparents. Shabison is a sax player for acts like Diana, The War on Drugs, and Destroyer, though his solo pieces explore an interesting jazzy ambience tied to heavier themes, like discussions with his mum as she dealt with Parkinson's on the recent album, Anne. For The Fellowship, he explores his upbringing in a mixed religious home as Islamic and Jewish faiths intertwined, and the influence those cultures had on his childhood as he then discovered the outside world. And if you want a different access point to Joseph Shabison, look up his recent collaborations with Nicholas Kurgovich and Chris Harris for some easy-listening yachty tunes through the albums Philadelphia and Florence. And in the background, this is Charlie Parker. This is his version of the song Laura, featuring Parker on alto sax, Joseph Singer on French horn, Eddie Brown on oboe, Sam Kaplan, Howard Kay, Harry Melnikoff, Sam Rand, and Zeli Smirnoff on violins, Isidore Zero on viola, Maurice Brown on cello, Verley Mills on harp, Bernie Layton on piano, Ray Brown on double bass, Buddy Rich on drums, some arrangement and conducting by Joe Lipman and an unknown xylophonist and tuba player. The original version of Laura appears on the 1950 album Charlie Parker with Strings, but also appears on the soundtrack to the 1988 film Bird directed by Clint Eastwood, starring Forrest Whitaker as Charlie Parker, covering vignettes of his life before his untimely death at the age of 34. The song Laura comes from another film, the 1944 film noir of the same name, directed by Otto Preminger with Gene Tierney and Dana Andrews. The song was written by David Braxton, with lyrics added later by Johnny Mercer, and Laura's become a staple of the jazz songbook. We'll listen to some more standards here, as we get into the film around midnight shortly, but we'll do a couple piano pieces that'll guide us nicely since there's one that connects immediately to the film for its name. But we'll start off with the Montreal pianist Oscar Peterson. Back in 1964, he came up with the Canadiana Suite in tribute of his home and native land. Has eight pieces tied to the various landscapes that this wild and woolly country are associated with. And joining Peterson, who's on the piano here, are Ray Brown on double bass and Ed Thigpen on drums. 
from 1964's Caden Indiana Suites. Here's the Oscar Peterson Trio with Blues of the Prairies.
Thelonious Monk, with the original recording of his 1947 classic, Brown Midnight. Though its roots had existed for years, as Monk had worked on it since the late 1930s. That version ended up appearing on the 1951 album Genius of Modern Sound. Monk's on the piano, he's joined by Art Blakey on drums, George Tate on trumpet, Sahib Shahab on alto sax, and then Bob Page on bass. Round Midnight is one of those jazz classics that has been recorded countless times, and it gave name to director Bertrand Tavernier's English-language debut, the 1986 film Round Midnight, which is our profile this week on Exploding Head Movies. Tavernier hailed from Lyon, France, originally worked as a film critic before working as a press attaché for Stanley Kubrick, and then an assistant director to Jean-Pierre Melville, before making his directorial debut for 1974's Le Horloger de Saint-Paul, otherwise known as The Clockmaker. Tavernier directed, wrote, and then produced over 30 films, mostly in French, and he won awards for films like 1984's A Sunday in the Country, which took home a prize at the Cannes Film Festival that year, and then La Pas, otherwise known as The Bait. For Round Midnight, Tavernier worked with screenwriter David Rayfield to come up with a story about the Paris jazz scene in the 1950s, as after World War II, the expat scene led to the revival of the French jazz sound, featuring many Americans, some even fleeing the States to be part of a new scene. The film is somewhat based on Francis Paudra's memoir biography, Dance of the Infidels, since he had befriended pianist Bud Powell during that time. And Powell's life was merged with tenor sax player Lester Young into the character Dale Turner, and he was played in the film by another tenor sax player, Dexter Gordon. Now, featuring a jazz musician with a lead acting role with minimal acting experience is quite the bold step, and that led to some studio strife. However, Tavernier wanted to emphasize the playing in various clubs, so all the music was performed live on set, and it features other musicians like Bobby Hutcherson, Billy Higgins, Wayne Shorter, Ron Carter, Freddie Hubbard, and Cedar Walton. Also appearing in the film and helping with the majority of the score is the keyboardist Herbie Hancock. Behind me, from his score, this is Chan's song, otherwise known as Never Said. Joining Herbie Hancock on the piano, Ron Carter on bass, Tony Williams on drums, and then Bobby McFerrin on vocals. And he does his own version of Round Midnight on the soundtrack. And this song was co-written by Stevie Wonder. Before I talk more about Round Midnight, let's listen to Hancock's score. Though as will be noted, some other folks' compositions will creep in here, which led into some Oscar controversy. From the soundtrack to Round Midnight, here's Herbie Hancock on the piano, along with John McLaughlin on guitar, Pierre Michelot on bass, and then Billy Higgins on drums. This will be Beranger's Nightmare.
Herbie Hancock, firstly with Beranger's Nightmare. Then we heard the long piece originally written by Jimmy Rolls called The Peacocks. And in the background, this is still time. For The Peacocks, again, Herbie Hancock is on the piano, Piero Michelot is on bass, and Billy Higgins is on drums, and joining on the soprano sax was Wayne Shorter. For still time, Michelot is back on the bass, Higgins remains on the kit, Hancock is still on the keys, and then joining on the tenor sax is Dexter Gordon. Gordon plays the lead in the film, Dale Turner, and he helped revise the script based on his own time with Bud Powell, which as noted earlier was partial inspiration for the character, as was Lester Young, one of Gordon's main influences in jazz music. And Gordon was sort of a bridge between Lester Young's time, and with his large sound and his ability to throw random musical quotes during his solos, it led him to influencing artists like John Coltrane and Sonny Rollins as the early bebop sound went to hard bop in the early 60s, which then Gordon took inspiration from for his own modal playing that decade. And in contrast to the serious image that a lot of jazz players had, Gordon was a genial and humorous type, known for his love of smoking, which led to iconic album covers, and perhaps the most definitive jazz photo of him during a break in 1948 that appears in many a place, including one of the sweatshirts that Gavin Walker, host of the jazz show, after this program wears. Dexter Gordon's playing on Round Midnight was approaching the tail end of his career, though his sound was still strong, with some nostalgia at hand. And Herbie Hancock still controls the arrangement, and he's playing the keys here as Gordon's sax comes through. And as we're about to hear the usual suspects of Pierre Michelot on the bass, Billy Higgins on drums, and John McLaughlin on guitar here. So we'll start off from the soundtrack to Round Midnight. This is Dexter Gordon with the Johnny Green song, Body and Soul.
Dexter Gordon from the soundtrack to the 1986 film Round Midnight. We heard Body and Soul. Then on the song we just heard on vocals, we heard Lynette McKee with a version of the Gershwin's How Long Has This Been Going On? And then, behind me, off a companion soundtrack, the other sound of Round Midnight, this is Dexter Gordon with Tivoli, marking his final recording as a jazz musician. Gordon's on the soprano sax on this song, and he's joined by Paula Mickelborg on trumpet, Suter Walton on piano, Mads Vinding on bass, and then Billy Higgins on drums. Dexter Gordon was nominated for Best Actor at the 1987 Academy Awards, marking the first time a jazz musician was nominated for an acting Oscar. But in the end, Round Midnight won one other Oscar, and it was controversial because it won Best Original Musical Score, despite only featuring a few original songs by Herbie Hancock. Other songs by acts like Kenny Dorham, Bud Powell, Henri Renault, Cole Porter, Herman Hupfeld, and Harold Arden also appear on the soundtrack. And amongst the other nominees, you had Ennio Morricone for his music The Mission, and he outright called Round Midnight's win a steal. And many other people were vocal as to how James Horner's score from Aliens and Jerry Goldsmith's music from Hoosiers were not winners. 
Overall that year, it was a strong year for music in film, so it's kind of weird that the best original score didn't actually have much original music in it. And again, the music in Round Midnight was actually tied to the story, so it's hard to find fault, especially if there was a lot of improvisation done on set when it was re-recorded. But there was a time that the Oscars had a best adapted score that would have fit more logically. Dexter Gordon died in 1990 after a couple more acting gigs since he effectively stopped recording after his work on Round Midnight. And Bernard Travignet's final film was the 2013 film The French Minister, though he helped out with various TV documentaries and shorts over the years, including help on the 2017 miniseries Journeys Through French Cinema. Travignet loved cinema, so when he wasn't making it, he was actively embracing and promoting it via the press and academia. Bertrand Travignet, the director of Round Midnight, died on March 25th this year, one month shy of his 80th birthday. That's it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up at 9, it's an encore presentation of THE Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And if you liked what we kind of heard towards the end of this episode, stay tuned until midnight for more of the best jazz you'll ever hear. If you missed any of this week's episode, please visit the Exploding Hit Movies show page at www.citr.ca, where you can see track listings and downloads for this episode, along with the past ones, along with a few places to subscribe to the Exploding Hit Movies podcast which is available through Apple Music, Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosaven, and Stitcher. Exploding Hit Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter at 100 Air, and on Instagram, you can find me as Myopic Man, but you can email anytime radiofreegack at gmail.com. Next Monday, since I missed 24 hours of radio art this past January due to personal reasons, well, since May has a 17th on a Monday... I'm going to try a pre-recorded version of what you usually hear each January 17th here on CITR. I do miss doing a live version. I need to think up a way of adding a random element to whatever I do. I have a couple ideas that are inspired by family. Then, since we also recently lost the Spanish composer Anton Garcia Abril, I'll share some of his film scores, and I do want to share scores from recent films like Possessed, In Fabric, and Welcome to the Blumhouse. So I'm going to try juggling our usual tributes to the recently deceased with some new music, since I feel like I need to diversify what's forward-looking with what's historical. We'll close with some music from the Cosmic Range. The latest from the Toronto Jazz Octet is 2019's The Gratitude Principle, but we're going to go back to 2016 here with the title track to their album, New Latitudes. You have been listening to Exploding Movies here on a CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, and stay safe during this pandemic. <laughs>